I feel the older you get, the more birthdays mean a little bit less to you. Or actually, the more they you want them to be less significant to you because you don't want the reminder of your mortality, right? Because they're great. Every year's great. One, two, et cetera, until you get to 21. And then a couple of those afterwards I think are good. And then you're like, okay, I don't need the reminder of how close I'm getting to 30 and so on and so forth. AMs with AJ on VFX. It's the debate today. But, but if someone threw you a party, would you be upset about it, even though you start to think that they don't really mean as much to you? On the phone is Oliver. Oliver, what about you? Want a party if someone says no party? Oh, I wouldn't even think about trying to do it. I mean, why waste your time planning if they didn't want it? You know, th- th- that part would be a waste of money, it'd be a waste of time, and-, and it wouldn't be making that person happy. So there's probably something else you could do for them. A fellow curmudgeon. I would say, though, I think more often than not, depending on, I originally picked like a surprise party, and that I've never, I've never, do not, do not take me to a place where they sing happy birthday and try and embarrass. My mom loves doing that, even though I, I hate it. And she does it solely for herself. And that's probably why I hate it the most. Just don't do that. But yeah, go out to dinner, get together. It's fine. Surprise party, try to do an embarrassing thing. Absolutely not okay. Now, if someone was to throw it, I think generally deep down, I would be okay with it if someone wanted to take the time to throw me a surprise party, but I wouldn't make a big deal my birthday going into it. I don't think I would sue, though. Apparently, it just happened recently, but back in 2019, there was an employee in Kentucky who was going to—he was having a birthday—and told the company, "Don't throw me one." Granted, because it it triggered his anxiety, they refused to do so and threw him one anyway. He sued the company. He's now just recently won almost half a million dollars, which is nuts. And granted, I get the anxiety attack thing is in there, but wow, kind of makes me change my perspective just just a little bit. Just a little bit. And again, I get the anxiety is a factor there, but he imagines being like, oh, man, I just want half a million dollars. I sued work. Oh, what did they do? Is there workman's comp? Are they were discrimination? No, they threw me a birthday party, and I said, I didn't want one. What? Those jerks. How dare they? <laughs> Natasha's on the line. Natasha, somebody says, don't throw a birthday. What are you doing? I probably would, especially if it's someone I know was just saying they don't want a party. My sister said she doesn't want one for her 40th, but if I didn't throw her a party, she would probably still be very disappointed in me. Okay, well, see, that's just frustrating because how are you supposed to read their minds? I want to be very clear. I would not be disappointed if no one throws a birthday party. But I think the sad thing about it as I come to talk about this and realize is do I think birthdays mean a little bit less to me? Yeah, I don't want to be reminded how old I am, but I think that they also are a reminder of like things going on because everybody gets busy, right? Me and my friends all moved away. They're buying houses, getting married, having kids. And so it gets harder and harder to actually see people besides, you know, a Facebook message or a text. It's happy birthday. To be honest, the birthdays that have already happened with my friends this year, that's all it's really equated to. And I think maybe that's a reminder more than anything is not so much just the age. It's just how much things change. Actually, speaking of work, I want to go back. So this this whole thing also brought about the fact that someone won half a, almost half a million dollars suing their boss for throwing them a birthday party. Um, I have been very vocal about the fact that there's someone here who's notorious for taking things out of the kitchen, out of the fridge specifically, that's not theirs. And there's no like general, there's not generally a general store in there that was like, take one as you please. Someone offered up a solution that I may barf, but I think we get the job done. Last week, Ajay, trying to be the jerk that he is, was trying to say that uh, maybe, maybe the ghost is the one that stole my soda out of the fridge as he was trying to be snarky about the fact that he doesn't believe in the Radio Ranch ghost, which in that after show, 
Producer Butters, myself, and Meemaw laid out plenty of examples, I think, that are at least weirdly coincidental, if not more, which we all think they are. AMs with AJ for the, uh, on VFX for the debate today. And I said, no, 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 no. There's people that do that in this building. Don't put that on the ghost because that's been happening for a while. And it's true. And it, it comes and goes and it slows down a little bit. But we have definitely had people that have taken stuff out of the fridge, 100% not theirs, from sodas to foods. And it's worth noting, there's not like a community, like a group of sodas in here that's like, hey, take them as you please. That's not the case. So... I was making sure that it was very well established there's somebody here that does that, and it's really obnoxious. I'm lucky enough, I don't bring anything here, so it's never happened to me, but pretty much everybody I've worked with, something of theirs has been taken. Well, then Thane was like, AJ, I got you. Here's how you solve it. And again, heads up, you might gag a little bit. Here's how Thane dealt with it. So I, I worked at this place for 17 years, and there was somebody that would always steal your food out of the fridge. What a jerk. So one of, me and my best friend that worked there, we uh, were like, all right, we're going to get this guy. We're going to find out who it is. So we made some cat food tacos. Oh, oh disgusting. Oh, so, oh so we got some frisky brands, cat food, and we put it in tacos, and we like put stuff on it. You know, it made, made it look like it was somebody's lunch. We put it in the fridge, and we, we it was a down day for us, so we were just kind of camping out in the break room to see what happened. And uh, sure enough, here he comes, and it was a it was a new hire guy, and he come in, he went to the fridge, he just like just stands there for a second, he gets it out, takes it over, warms it up in the microwave, oh. sits down like it's his own lunch, and me and my friend Aaron, we are dying. It's like everything we can do to not just start instantly laughing. So he sits down, he's about halfway through the first taco and my buddy Aaron, he's a bodybuilder and he just yells out, how's the cat food tacos, buddy? And he's like, what? I warned you. And, and Najee and I both agree when we talked to Thane, like, I don't, I don't think we could do that. And all I could think was fresh off of us doing the, the ketchup on the burrito and the onions on the peanut butter jelly sandwich. Like, mm. but I don't think I could make that. Not to mention, I once had a, a dish. It was like shrimp and vegetables that I brought in as a leftover. It was one of those phases where I was trying to eat healthy and cooked it. And then I got, I got stern looks from people like, oh, who was the one that cooked the fish? You cooked the fish. Thanks for stinking up the kitchen. Could you imagine? Granted, you probably make this at home. But could you imagine still nonetheless the smell that would be lingering in your microwave, the work microwave, if you happened to do that with cat food? Ugh. Oh, it's a great way that ended up getting them into a conversation with HR. And I bet that person thinks twice before they take somebody else's food, though.